Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Generally, you think what you hear on the radio is terrible. Hello, all you beautiful people. I'm Jared, and I'm the host with the most of that random podcast. Have you ever wondered what nurses do when they aren't saving lives? Or what DJs do when they aren't spinning decks? Each week, me and a guest, and along with you, the listener, will dissect and look deep into these types of topics. It's heartfelt, funny, and filled with OMG moments. But I won't tell you any. You'll have to come and listen for yourself. Buckle in, and let's get into it. Before we start this week's episode, I would just like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, past and present, on which this podcast has been recorded. This is, was, and always will be Aboriginal land. This week I'm joined by a special guest that has been a friend of mine for roughly three years, Ryan. Hello. Hey Ryan, how you going? I'm doing well, how you doing, Jerry? I'm good, excited. Yeah, Yeah. that's excited, thanks for having me. That's fine. So you're here today to talk about nursing. Yes. Study. How many years was that? Well, it was it's a three-year degree, but I was a bit of a naughty boy. It took four years. <laughs> Party breaks in between. Yeah, I guess it's not really dedicated enough to the study at yeah. that point. So being a nurse is a pretty intense gig, yeah. so you've got to prepare yourself mentally. So what yeah. made you want to be a nurse in the first place? I've always sort of had a pretty caring and calm personality that you kind of need being a nurse. I've had people in my life that are nurses. My mum's best friend, really close to me. She was a nurse. My nan's a nurse. or was a nurse. And, like, just going after school, I didn't really know what I was going to do. I've never been, like, focused, like, I'm going to be a nurse. But then after school, I had this opportunity to study aged care as a Cert 3 and 4. And then that would give an opportunity to move on as kind of a bridging thing to have that qualification. I would then be able to enrol as a nurse into uni. Yeah. So you did aged care before? Yeah. That's, yeah. How was that? Yeah. It's pretty sick. I'm, yeah. I still work in aged care. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but I just yeah started out and did like six to eight months of an aged care oh, wow. course first up in my gap year. Um, so that was pretty cool and it was a good introduction to yeah, definitely. how nursing works. And how old were you when you did that? 18. 18. So 18. fresh out of school, going straight into aged care? Yeah. Wow. Um, I didn't work in aged care at that time. I was just um, placements and stuff throughout that year. Yeah, just like training. So yeah, working nice. Working in aged care the year after. So that would have helped you prepare, would have helped you mentor your kind side to help people. How else do you reckon you would have prepared to be a nurse besides the all studying stuff? Because there's a lot that goes into being a nurse than just studying. Yeah, for sure. I guess I can correlate things with nursing in all parts of my life. Preparation, I guess, just, like you said, just being kind to people. Yeah. Heaps of study went into it, obviously, but there's, I tried a lot to um, balance my lifestyle to also prepare for nursing because it can be a pretty yeah. unbalanced um, Long workplace. Nights. Other than that, man, just I've felt like a lot of the time that, I'm, that I should do it. Yeah. So it's been a pretty natural process that I can be like, I feel like I'm meant to be doing yeah. it. That's also pretty lucky because I feel like people in our generation usually don't leave school with being like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm set on this. Because yeah. I have been out of school for like five or six years now. I still don't know what I want to do. Like, I'm doing a podcast now. Yeah. And I was doing social studies like two years ago. Yeah. 
So Pretty contrast. Yeah. With the studying, how was the studying? Like, much harder than you thought it was going to be? Much easier? Parts of it were easy and parts of it were hard. So the hard part for me was understanding. I had no background in biology or um, physiology or anything like that. So grasping those concepts and mastering those ideas was the hardest aspect for me, for sure, because there's lots of content. And nowadays, like, nurses know so much. So we needed, like, I needed to learn a lot of physiology, how the body worked. And the easy part that came for me was managing people, understanding between people. Like, consider myself a pretty personable person. A personable person, I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, in many ways, a natural-born leader that can yeah interact with people so that was the the aspect which was which is pretty much half of the degree yeah definitely it would be because you don't want to go into studying uni and absolutely fucking hate helping people like that would just not work at all yeah that's the side that's definitely come natural to me yeah the, the, the challenging side for sure has been yeah i'm grasping all those difficult biological concepts yeah a lot of the time when i do go to like calvary hospital and stuff Mm. i usually only deal with nurses and they just seem to always be on the ball Mm. and knowing your shit like it's just impressive how much knowledge they have Mm. because like i don't even what's the difference between a nurse and a doctor it's not that much well a nurse today is like a doctor 20 years ago they've got that much knowledge but seeing especially through placements oh not so much through placements but looking at how much nurses know and how much everyone's like nurses know so much it's so daunting for me yeah yeah. I'm like I should know all this but I'm not gonna know it the first day yeah you know what I mean is this your first year out of uni first year out of uni and have you had much nursing experience yet so I literally start my first nursing job today oh wow as an RM it's been a bit of a, a hard transition because i haven't been able to find a job for a while Um, yeah i've been in the industry still as an aged care employee but um i didn't apply for a new grad position last year because some other stuff was going on so that made it kind of hard to transition because people want experience like any other profession so you have a new job are you excited you nervous yeah i'm pretty excited yeah pretty nervous all at the same time yeah Yeah, for sure like studying all these years and um so i'm just i'm gonna be a nurse in aged care and that starts today yeah, I'm pretty excited. Wow, yeah. It's going to be good. So, we met at uni when we were both studying. We were roommates for a year. Did you live there for two years? I lived there for two years, yeah. So, everyone moved out but me and Layla stayed. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Gotcha. And then we got all new people. That first year, basically all we did was party and drink. Yeah. It was There's a wild a lot year. Of that going on. Yeah. <laughs> so, besides the studying and the preparing for it, how was uni just as a whole? Pretty good. It was a pretty good experience for me. I was. It was super convenient because I decided to stay on res for three years of it. So I was at International House and then Globo the year before we met and then Globo again the year we were together. So it was super convenient and I remember it clicking one day that I was like, I can wake up 10 minutes before a class <laughs> yeah, and just go down and go, to yeah. So that aspect was super easy for me and I loved being that close to it. And I loved being on res because, I mean, just having people around all the time yeah, if you weren't studying, you could just go and hang out with your friends that were in the lounge room. It was sick. And a lot of the time, that was a procrastination measure. <laughs> yeah, literally. I think for at least three months, all we did was play Fortnite. Yeah. Just every night, all night. We were never any good at it. And but... no, and that's why and it was probably through exam periods. <laughs> yeah, and we were like, we should probably be studying, yeah. but... I guess here we are yeah, playing we're Fortnite. into it, in it together. <laughs> so do you have any funny stories that you would like to share about partying, maybe? Because I know we went to a lot of parties. Yeah, so we I don't really... stuff. I remember, I just remember having that balcony was so good and that year was so good because we had two, both of the houses were just kind of together. Yeah. We'd just be in and out of us. It was 10 uni students 
Yeah. On a third story with a balcony, yeah. had hammocks, tables, everything. Lounge. Yeah, that was uh, just amazing. We just had a pretty tight knit group. Man, as far as stories go, I don't remember much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm trying to think of them as well. And I'm like, I honestly don't really remember that many. I, I broke a few things at one point. So the study inside of it, mm. all of the knowledge that you have to obtain. Mm. Is there anything that you have learnt on the go just doing the job that you were like, hmm, maybe they should have taught us that? Yeah, there's a bunch, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of stuff that... And because there's so much knowledge going into it. Yeah. Um, You're not going to hold it all. Yeah, you don't retain yeah. it all. So sometimes That's I get so to something really obvious, like, I don't know, keeping insulin in the fridge or something. Yeah. Like and it's like, I don't remember learning that at all, <laughs> but it's an yeah. obvious thing, and you do it, and someone's like, that's wrong, that's obviously wrong, and you're like, I never learned that. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. oh, shit, maybe I just forgot that. But also, like I said before, just the natural aspect of being able to talk to people. They yeah. don't really just common teach sense. that. Yeah. So... You have to um, kind of figure that all out yourself and how you want to treat your patients and how you want your patients to treat you and everything because some patients can be pretty red hot and walk over you as a nurse and if you're not strong enough, you can kind of fall victim to them. I've had a couple of experiences with nurses, though. Speaking of, like, needing to be a social person. Yeah. I've had so many experiences with nurses where they've just been, like, just rude. And it's yeah. just like, you've chosen to be in this profession. Yeah. Like, don't be angry at someone that's yeah. hurt. And at that point, you're probably not, like, being a cunt to them straight up. I, so, and they're being a cunt to you straight so up. You're like, well, what's going on? We went ice skating a few months back. It happened recently. I think I sent you a photo of it, maybe. Maybe not. Don't no. remember. Ah. Well, probably not then. Um, but my friend Jasmine, I was like on the side with the skates on. We were on the ice and she was coming along. She was like, how fast can you go? And I was like, oh, pretty fast. And then I tried to gun it and just ate shit. And, Actually, I do remember yeah, you telling me about that. Yeah. And just split my eyebrow <laughs> yeah, open. No. And I remember I face planted like a front of a like a bunch of young girls and they were like because I didn't know that I was bleeding at this point and it was like <laughs> running down and they were just screaming and I was like, what? I've just fallen over. Calm down. And then Jasmine came over and she was like, where's the blood coming from? And I was like, what the fuck? And I like, was checking my nose because I was like, oh, it's not bleeding. Yeah. And then I saw like a little red drop come down. And I was like, fuck, I've cracked my skull oh, open. No. <laughs> and then the dude at the counter, I was, he was like, do you want some ice? And I was like, yeah, that'd probably be good. He went and collected the ice that I bled on and just put it in a bag and gave it to me. <laughs> and I was like, cool, <laughs> fuck righto. But then we went to the hospital. I think I was waiting, like, three hours, which I'm not fussed about. Like, they're a busy place. But I started to feel, like, a bit lightheaded and stuff. I was like, oh, I probably got a concussion. Mm. So I went over to the nurse and I was like, hey, can I get some Panadol? Like, I'm feeling a bit lightheaded. And she was like, yep, just stand there. And, like, a nurse will come out and see you. This other random one, she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, can you see my fucking head? Like, there's a hole in it. What do you mean? What am I doing? And I was like, oh, I'm just after some Panadol. She was like, what for? Can't be blind? (laughs) What the fuck? And then I was like, well, my eyebrow, first off, it hurts a lot. And she was like, yeah, we'll go sit down. I'll bring it to you. And I was just like, fuck, you're not having a good day, are you? Yeah, not at all. (laughs) Taking it out on me. Yeah. Fuck fuck. off. But then I had to get two stitches and the doctor was giving me the, like, local anesthetic. And I had, like, this piece of paper over my face with, like, the hole over my eyebrow. And I remember him going, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, why? But they were talking to Alex, who was in the room, because he can't handle needles. Mm. And he, like, went pale. And he had to, like, sit down. And, like, 
Jasmine and the doctor were like, are you okay? Like, shit, are you okay? But I didn't know what was going on because this paper was over my face. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? And I was like, no, Alex is passing out. <laughs> oh, no. You're sweet with needles? I asked him if he could super glue it back, mm. but he said no. Mm. So he was like, you're going to get stitches. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Sweet. But then I couldn't, like, move my eyebrow for, like, a couple weeks. Cause it, and it was just, like, poking out so oh, far. Oh, no. I was so fucked. <laughs> well, we might get into tips and tricks this week with Ryan. Tip one, stay calm at all times. Ooh. Tip two, drink plenty of water. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta, you just feel dehydrated, your legs start to hurt, lactic acid is building up, you're on your feet too much. Like. <laughs> ah. Oh, my God. Tip three, never re-sheath a needle. What does that mean? Never, if you ever take the cap off a needle and then put a needle in someone's arm, like an intramuscular injection or a subco injection never put the cap back on the needle because then it just, just throw it out just, just throw it straight into the sharp spin because otherwise you end up stabbing yourself and you end up putting something in you oh my goodness tip four invest in good footwear Ooh. and with that we might take a quick break and we'll be back soon Welcome back to That Random Podcast. This week I'm joined by my special guest, Ryan. Hello. And if you are enjoying this podcast, feel free to smash that follow button and leave a review. And if you want to hear more from me, you can check out any of the social medias under That Random Podcast, except for on Instagram, where it's that underscore random podcast, because some cunt out there took that random podcast. Bastard. Fuck them. Yeah. And it's time for a new segment that I introduced last week. We're going to be continuing it. It's called Know Your Shit. It's time for Know Your Shit! Uh, Ryan, do you want to tell the audience what your topic of quiz this week is? My topic is adjectives. Which I don't think either of us know much about. No, not really. Okay. I just always think I could use a few more adjectives in my arsenal to be able to describe more stuff, which would be fun, but yeah. Question one. Which word do you think the adjective is in this statement? It's a small problem. Small. Question two. Which word is the adjective in this question? I have a great idea. Great. Question three. Which word is the adjective? The flowers are pretty. Pretty. (laughs) (laughs) So glad you get in them right. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like you three levels. Yeah, like I can't find anything else. (laughs) Do you know what a sublative adjective is? No. Fuck yeah, they're all like kindergarten shit where it's like, Mary is tall. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we just commit to that. <laughs> kindergarten level. I'm purposely getting more wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. The Empire State Building is one of blank buildings in the United States. A. Most tall. B. Taller than. C. The tallest. D. The most tall. 
tallest. The tallest. I'm gonna choose C, Jerry. I'll lock in C, the tallest. Cool, I can't see the answer. So <laughs> I'm positive that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's right. <laughs> You've made us look right, stupid. <laughs> see this is what I mean. This is why I wanna get better at adjectives. Because always, especially when you're writing an essay, you're like, I've got a word that I wanna describe this, but I want it to be better than what I've got. <laughs> Well, like, wouldn't that be that'd be synonyms then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Synonyms of like, but you know, when you're describing something in an essay, you're describing something in real life, and you just like you always use wild, or you always and like it's gotta be something else that I can put my head to. Like I'm always using mental or mental. something like that. That's mental. But even something like that, you don't know if it's good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit weird. We used yeah, to use insane a lot. Insane. Insane. Clinically, Clinically insane. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? I think it came from um, Uni games? Elven Uni games. Yeah. yeah, one of the boys from the team used to say. Just and, he, and then he just came home from that, and he was just saying it so every all sentence. The time. And he would like <laughs> do that with it. And, yeah. like, clinically, clinically fine. Okay, well let's get back to the main topic at hand, I guess. <laughs> do you want to recap on any of the things that we talked about, like just to bring it home? I'd like to touch on the topic of work-life balance. Which I mentioned before. Yeah, yeah. Let's go into that and how. I think that's super important, and just in any workplace and anything that you're doing in life, work-life balance is super important. Some people dive into work so deeply that they kind of lose track of mm. other things. I think it's really common to see people that are so focused on work, and things in their personal life are not are really not as good as they are in their work life and vice versa if you're not committing any of your time to work putting it all into being a better person socially or yeah enjoying you like trying to take mental health days and whatever it is i mean your work can definitely suffer so i think work-life balance is something that i've really wanted to achieve especially throughout uni coming up and seeing so many people in the nursing industry just run off their feet worked off their feet because of their caring nature it all comes from such a good place but they end up putting themselves in harm's way before they recognize that they're actually doing themselves an injustice yeah i reckon it's super important to have a work-life balance which i'm super i want to be super proactive about i don't know man at the same time you're like i'm like at some point i'll probably have to dive into work yeah yeah i don't know so is your first shift tonight a big one yeah, it's eight, eight hours. It's an afternoon shift. But, but see, at my work, sometimes I'll just, like, you'll be working the morning shift, and then they'll just ask you to stay again for a double shift. Yeah. And if you just keep letting people do that, if you just keep letting that happen, because you're like, well, they're going to be stuck. Like, it's really not your problem, which you see so many people do all the time, especially in nursing that I've <coughs> recognised. You work a morning shift, and you're only meant to be on the morning shift. They go, can you do a double? And you go, well, then you're working for 16 hours in a day. And yeah. you've got to come back tomorrow. It's like, that's not sustainable at all. And a lot of people try to justify that by being like, oh, but like the money's going to be really good, but like the money is useless if you're just working constantly. Yeah. Because like, what are you working for? What are you working towards? And at the same time, your mental health's probably deteriorating because you're just spending every single day in this clinical environment. And you go home and you wash, rinse and repeat. Not good. All good, yeah. Hopefully I never... Do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think throughout uni, 
our group was pretty good at socializing, partying, doing all of that stuff. But then we always seem to get our assignments in on time. Mm, I definitely agree with that. But see, uni is also an environment. Like, I mean, I think most of us did pretty well at that. But uni is a classic environment of the inverse of what I yeah, was just talking about. So eh? Like, just the exact opposite. Not putting anything into your professional life and putting everything into yeah. little fat lamb on a Wednesday night. Fuck, <laughs> don't even bring that drink yeah. up. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's a, the, the direct inverse of that just university it can breed especially on on campus it can breed yeah. such a culture of um it being cool to not do it and yeah. plus just allowing you to not do it in university was such a breeze in a way you really didn't yeah. have to do anything I, mean, I feel like high school just before we left to go to uni i feel like they geared us up for uni just to be absolute hell like especially my school they were like you're not going to get any help at all and then i eventually did the assignments and i was like why did I struggle in high school doing the assignments yeah. with the teacher's help when yeah. I'm out here doing it by myself? Perfectly fine. Like, well, so there's always help you can reach out to, for sure. Did if you, you find like, that in uni? Yeah, if you message like, the professors that were doing the lectures, they are more than happy to meet you at a coffee place yeah. and sit down and talk about your assignment. Yeah. A lot of the UC professors that I had, at least, they were really cool as well. They just were cool people. Recently at my work, I... Um, because in aged care, you get so close to people because they're in their most vulnerable state because they're so old and they're sick. And then their family is coming in every day. So you know their family, you know who's close to them, you know their support networks. I found myself getting so close to a particular resident and his wife. And it was just... It was unnerving for me. It, became, it made me feel so unprofessional and so not good because yeah. I knew that when eventually, inevitably, this person passes away, I'm going to feel like it's a part, he's a part of my life and not yeah. just my workplace. So I really found a struggle to, to identify a boundary of professionalism being helpful and a support network for the families. Yeah. Yeah, really weird space to be in. It takes a strong person to do that mm. and, like... I definitely know that I wouldn't be able to be a nurse because mm. I would get too attached to yeah. patients yeah. and it would just be heartbreaking to see them like deteriorate and then all yeah. of a sudden not be there. Because essentially it's, it's like it's another human. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that being anyone close to you. It's such a sad and vulnerable time for people. It's quite upsetting. But yeah, it takes such a strong person to be like, I'm not going to show emotion now. I'm yeah. going to go home and just let it out. But I've found that that's a pretty, nursing's a pretty good outlet yeah yeah people have a good understanding within nursing to be like checking on your colleagues checking on your peers because it's such a yeah you always see like like social media videos of like the nurses hanging out and having fun and stuff which mm. is such a like nice sight to see because usually when you go to the hospitals and stuff you always see them like running around and doing everything that mm. like other people don't want to do they're always picking up the slack and they always seem really stressed and mm. on edge so it's nice to Mm. see that softer side and like mm. that they're actually having fun yeah for sure and even with my workplace I've found that like I've got I work with so many like 40 year old women yeah <laughs> so I don't identify with them on a social level I don't go and hang out with people from work like you know like you've been to a workplace and then you go oh, I'm going to make friends with yeah. people at my workplace yeah. and then I'll go hang out with people from work I've never really done that because of the disparity and plus I'm a male and there's overwhelmingly female dominated. It's like I've never never had that connection with people outside of work. But 
inside work, they're completely happy to support me and be yeah. a good support network. There's a good um, camaraderie between nurses, I do feel, in the workplace. I feel like you can also just straight away tell when someone is a nurse or something because they just have that like mm. aura and glow about them. Mm. So I remember when I was working in Mooseheads, there was this other glassy there. His name was Georgie. Mm. And he was this like big dude. Mm. And he had, like, dark hair, tattoos and stuff, but was, like, so lovely. And he's studying nursing, and he works at Calvary, and he's just, like, such a nice guy. I feel like it just comes natural. And nurses, from a young age, like you did, just know that you should have been a nurse. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, feels really good, and I consider myself super lucky. Like like you said before, you're not really sure where you want to be or what you want to do still. I consider myself so lucky to be in, at a young age, feeling like I'm in the right position. Yeah. Obviously, there's been times where I've felt pretty lost. <laughs> yeah. But um, that just comes with growing up, I think. But I've cons- fully considered myself super lucky to be in a place where I feel like I belong. Yeah. With the nursing stuff, what do you do outside of nursing? Any hobbies? Do you play sports? Yeah. I was going to say, like, if nurses, when they get home, they just sleep, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're so tired. Um, I play sport. I play heaps of basketball. Play for the Canberra Gunners Academy. Played Prem 1 for a few years now. Jeez, doing it all. Yeah, trying to. Wow. Sometimes I've been pretty lazy the last six months, so don't worry about that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the whole world's been pretty lazy the last yeah, six months. true. I've been playing heaps of guitar, trying to play lots of guitar. Started learning about five years ago, I guess. Oh, wow. Still not very good. No. <laughs> but I'm um, playing heaps of that, especially through lockdown, because can't go outside, so no, I get better Might as well play this. guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Learn some fun songs. Although I can't sing, don't ever ask me to sing. <laughs> you can get Bridget to do it. Yeah, that's yeah. It. I always jeer up. I've been jeering yeah. up. I'm like, you sing. Like, I'll learn a Leon Bridges song or yeah. something and you can sing. And she's like, I can't sing. She, she can though, can't she? I think she can. I'm pretty sure I've heard her sing before and she can sing. Well, that about wraps up nursing for this week. Mm. Mm. Thanks yeah. so much for coming. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. And if you have enjoyed this, make sure to catch up every week, Mondays, where a new episode will be released. And thanks for listening. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.